Time for rolling. The right targets. That is one trade. T Tigers is still pretty healthy. Tries to jump in. He finds one. This is a big turnaround for Liberation X. They might get the third. They might find an ace here. On to Lost Boy Top. Surrey Strike is not oh. enough. goes down. He might go for Donna Twips. He's going to get one. He's got to get two. Lost Boy Top. Oh. Lost Boy Top. He does it. He gets the two versus one turnaround under the turret. He lives two. my tweet about my first 5v5 game yep did you see my response yep you were jealous yeah you dude the free cam is so legit like i turned free cam on the whole game just like so i try to get used to it and like basically you always have to be moving the camera with where you're running i definitely ran into some times where i was like moving my free cam and i would have could have had time to like click to get a kill but like i was too busy moving my free cam to like look so like it's definitely difficult and like when I would turn the lock cam back on, I would like definitely feel it. Would, it would feel more comfortable because that's what I'm used to. But then there'd be times where my right. camera was locked, and I was like trying to move my camera. I'm like, why isn't my camera? I'm like, oh, I'm unlocked. I need to turn it off. So like I feel like what I'm gonna do, and like what's gonna be more comfortable for me is like when I'm like laning or like moving, I'll turn free cam off. But as soon as I feel like I'm about to get like maybe in a major team fight where it is fine to have the camera locked. I feel like I'll hurry up and lock it. Like, it's just a button. I don't think it's going to be a big deal for me to, like, turn it on and off throughout the game. We'll have to see what yeah. the pros do, though. If the pros always have it on free cam, because I feel like that's what's, you know, quote-unquote more difficult. All right, you ready to get in today's episode? Yes, sir. All right, first, let's talk about our sponsors. For today's episode, uh, Mobile Esports, obviously is a great company, all focused on mobile gaming. Uh, they do community events, they host tournaments all around the mobile industry, uh, titles like Critical Ops, Arena of Valor, Banglory, Rules of Survival. Uh, they pretty much ask the community what kind of game they want to see, what game the people are playing at the time, and that's what they try to host. Uh, they stream a lot on uh, YouTube and Twitch. They also have two websites, one dedicated for esports, one dedicated for the news, uh, mobile esports and mobile news. So all links will be in the show notes, of course. And uh, I'm currently drinking my lovely G Fuel brought to you by Mobile Esports. I definitely use their code. They always have different codes running to get some G Fuel. So uh, if you want to get maybe some percentage off on the lovely product G Fuel, make sure you look on their website and check it out. Uh, but I cannot wait for more mobile esports uh, involvement in 2018 and see what kind of community events and tournaments they can run with 5v5 in uh, Bangalore. But that is all we have for our sponsors. Uh, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Time for Rolling Esports, the weekly podcast that brings you Vainglory Esports. From predictions to recaps and analysis, we present to you the best in professional Vainglory. Now, here's your hosts, Inglis and Crude Sloth. It's time for Rolling Hey, how's it going, everyone? And welcome to Time for Rolling Esports. Get hyped. Episode, Crude Sloth. What's, what's the episode? Uh, we're on 78. 
That's my man, episode 78. We're getting close to 80. Uh, definitely, definitely hyped for, uh, I don't know, 80. Is that a good milestone to talk about? Yeah, it's going to be one for us, at least. We're going like, to make it know, one. We'll make it, we'll, we'll make it one, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We, don't, we don't follow rules. What? No, heck no. All right, Crude, how's your week been in Vainglory? Have much time to play? I've had some time. I've played a couple regular games. More a lot of Blitz, though. Uh, I played, what was it, the other, I played yesterday for a little bit. Some just casual games. Uh, it's been all right. I'm still on this uh, CP Black Feather right now is my go-to for some reason. But, uh, I mean, it's pretty strong. But yeah, fair enough. I destroy with it. What about you? Uh, no ranked this week. Didn't have any time. I think I've been playing Blitz here and there. Maybe a few casual. Mostly just Blitz. Been trying out. Normally when I go into a Blitz, uh, currently I'm really just trying out different heroes and being like, hmm, who do I suck at that I really need to be good at for ranked? <laughs> and I take Blitz as like kind of that quick time to try to work on some mechanics, you know? Yeah, I feel you. But uh, other than that, no, just been uh, some Blitz games here and there. Really, uh, wait, actually, since obviously everyone just heard uh, in the beginning of the episode, I finally, finally shot at the Wolfhands and Aaron, uh, lovely CM community managers, for dealing with my nonsense when it comes to my passwords not working ever. And they finally fixed everything, and they got my 5v5 alpha access finally working. So I played two games today, first time. Lovely. Can't wait for everyone else to join in on the fun so I can start playing with five people. But yeah, other than that, uh, been busy week. Hey, yeah. Um, it's been fun for me to be able to play on that as well, considering I don't have Apple. Um, so it kind of sucks with the alpha test, beta testing. But uh, yeah, I'm not sour about it at all or anything. Uh, it's eight days away. 12, 2.12 is going to be uh, here really fast we'll see how many players are in we'll see how queue times are and it'll be interesting to see how many people are playing 5v5 once it happens once uh, that 2.12 rolls out it can't happen quick enough let me tell you let me tell you all right let's go into some of the news of this week before we get into our esports talk uh big news uh vainglory forums uh r.i.p and peace they are being shut down after february 10th uh, neither you or I were really involved in the Vainglory forums. I have an account, and I use it early, early on to like try to search for guilds and stuff. I think that's actually how I found Counting Crimsons. Do you remember the the old CC back in the day? Oh yeah, back in the day. That, that was, was probably like was our, our first guild. Yeah, our first serious guild, and yeah. uh, like people that actually play together. There was kind of like a requirement to be in it, and so yeah, that was. Other than that, I never really use the forums. Really, my forums is more Reddit and that kind of stuff. So I'm not too uh, upset that it is going away. I think Vainglory has a decent point that uh, there's a lot of other places that people and a lot of other communities, I think they would rather run and deal with. Uh, probably a lot more you know, uh, traffic on things like Discord and Reddit and that kind of stuff compared to the Vainglory forums. Personally, I never even really knew how to really operate the forums. They're actually kind of confusing on my end, but that's just because I probably don't know how to run technology. So I yeah, knew I, you use them more than I did, so... Yeah, I know that. I mean, a lot of people used it. A lot of the originals, like back when I first made my account, like that's where the original people hung out. I more of just lurked and, and saw, you know, original things. So at least, you know, Vanglory made a nice opportunity to let people, you know, save some work maybe that they did. I know people post some, you know, some maybe some big posts there and they want to screenshot it or keep it just for like, oh, throwback to when this happened on the forum. So 
uh, good for Vainglory to give it a heads up. Uh, other big news. Um, hmm, I think there was, oh, here was my last news piece. Um, we kind of have our first type of stir uh, of roster-wise. Um, you know, see Hondor for G2. I don't know if you saw his tweet. Uh, Hondor from G2 did talk about his contract is finally ended. He sounds like he's definitely moving on, and he's not sure what's going to happen, but I think he is definitely open and looking for a team. Um, I, I'm not saying that maybe G2 could re-offer something and he could rejoin if that's what he feels. I'm sure that's possible, but he definitely made it sound like that he is, quote-unquote, moving on and you know, looking for a, a new team. Uh, N.A. Uh, N.A. Yeah, I will have an article coming out here. Um, we'll see what my schedule is. It'll either be my video Wednesday or article Wednesday, and then the other one will come out that weekend. But I do have an article talking about kind of, you know, uh, importation of foreign players, a term that is known in other esports. And uh, I do mention this free agency, Hundor, and the fact that if if an EU you know, player crosses the pond, as they say. Crosses um, the pond. That was my best, you know, European accent. I think I that really, wasn't too. I, that wasn't too bad. I don't right, think. You know, um, but you know, it's just that's when things in Vanglorio. That's that things. That's when things are become like next level of esports, and like now, Vanglory is kind of healthy to where we see players just like willing to go anywhere uh, for this career they have, and not just where they live at home and. They go to school and then play Bangalore on the side. And it's just, that's going to be player-based where the players are so young. That's just going to be, we'll have to see what happens, honestly. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, so I'll have an article about that. We I, we may do more conversation on that uh, Thursday. Just depends on how much content we get through today. Our, our main goal for today's episode is esports-based. Um, we have Halcyon Elite still going on. Um, we also have the NACL happening, which I can go over the standings. Since we're not going to talk about too many specific games, I will just quickly go over the standings for NACL. Not all, you know, every single team, but I will go over the main ones and maybe like the, the top ones. There's just too many teams to have to go over in the NACL. There's so many teams. Yeah, so here are your, uh, the top teams when it comes to, um, at least, I think, let's see. So there's 16 teams that are undefeated, but there are eight that have played. Uh, no, wait, let me let me rephrase that. There's five undefeated plus five, ten. Ten undefeated, but there are five that are um, four and oh currently that have played the max amount of games within that first uh, first two weeks. From Mars, obviously Team Hazard, VGA team, uh, they are 4-0. Misfits, they are 4-0. Uh, the Bean Regime, they are 4-0. Uh, I Live, You Die, they're 4-0. Uh, Forza Latina, you know, that but lovely team. I just love saying their name. Uh, they are 4-0. <laughs> uh, uh, we got other teams, you know, the Team Ferox, they're 4-1. We're sending it, they're 4-1. Other noticeable teams, though, Celsius Alliance, they are 3-2. and two. Uh, Booba Squad, that is uh, Vision. They aren't playing like I think Shaded actually Shaded Talent. I casted with him a game. I think he actually casted one of their his own games just because he wasn't playing. Their you know causes cause wanted to play the tournament. I think he's playing with other people for fun. So they're two and two. Let's see. Uh, my personal favorite is uh, this is dumb, which is Grass Coon, Mishy, and um, dang it, I forget their jungler. Whoever their jungler is is someone who's like 
talented too. I just can't think of his name right now. Um, but they are zero uh, and four, I believe. Yeah, they're zero and four, and uh, they had Solid. they were supposed to be Jimmy Fan Club, but uh, they didn't have their roster correctly. And you know the rules are rules, and you don't have your roster correctly, and then you try to make a roster change without following the rules. You're not allowed to. So they had to make a brand new team. Um, so they decided this is dumb, which you know, real professional on their part. Really glad they decided to do that. Gank my parents. They've played some really, really strong teams. They played Misfits, of course. So they're two and two. Um, Misfits is playing really Infinity well. Infinity Rebirth. Infinity they're Rebirth. They're three and two. We're, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're three and two. So I mean, like, there's there's people all over the place right now. Forty teams. The matches are still going every week. You know, Monday through Sunday. Right. Whoa. Let me try that again. Rain, shine, <laughs> snow. They're playing these matches, people. Um, so. It's been a, a lot, a lot of games. When you have 40 teams like this, there's just so much that happens behind the scenes, and it can be, it can just be crazy trying to get everything lined up perfectly. So the fact that we've, we, you know, successfully streamed the amount of games we have is really good. So I'm excited to continue NACL. We're gonna, I'm recording on a, a Monday, so we got another seven days of um, NACL. It's gonna be another really, really fun week of just you know tons and tons of Vainglory in that tournament. Oh boy, so much vainglory. The tournament that did kind of wrap, not necessarily wrap up, but wrapped up the first the first stage of it is um, the Halcyon Elite. The the matches will be resuming uh, the 25th, I believe, so this later this week. Yep. So, you know, Crude and I will just want to go ahead real quick and um, preview our picks and talk about what happened. And then let's do a re-prediction since we have the correct teams in the semifinals. Uh, me and you were a little off with something, so uh, we definitely can revisit our picks in the ends of uh, what we were thinking and why we picked them. Hey, I don't think I did too terrible with my picks, to be honest with you. No, I think, so Halcyon, uh, you know, Hammers versus, or Hollywood Hammers versus Infinity uh, Forge. So, like, we speculated about who was going to be on that team, uh, Big Paws Eliminate and Yugi, uh, they did play. Uh, Eliminate, definitely a player we under, we recognize from that team. Chicken was a was not necessarily a sub, but like was in and out based on probably schedule. Yeah. But Big Paws and Yugi, those are two players that maybe aren't as uh, familiar to that Hammer squad. No idea if that's just where they're playing for now until the you know five v five moves start happening. But no sign of starting all over. Um, I, I haven't seen him confirm that he's like a free agent looking. I've seen him say that he is playing competitive or he just, you know, isn't just playing for hammers right now at the 3v3 because he doesn't want to. So right now that is hammers, uh, squad. Big paws is, is playing extremely well, actually. He's a, oh yeah, he's playing extremely well right now, but he's a great, great laner. He's, he showed a lot of good talent. If you watch those first games with you know the sky, the Rona, Blackfeather, he played, he played really well. Yeah, and yeah, and he plays really well into the second day as well. But uh, we'll we'll finish up the day one. Jimmy Fan Club versus Kardashians. At the time of the recording, I of course was a great planner and a great podcaster. And I never really uh, finalized who was on the Kardashians. It is Stormy Cross. Uh, uh, it's it's basically Jesus with a V, uh, Jevs, Jevs, whatever. But that's actually Gatsby. Gatsby, obviously, we know who that is. Uh, it was an, either a name change or just a, a, I don't even know what it would be. Probably a name change. Uh, Marto, obviously, Liberation X, shout out, been around forever um, as their captain. And then, like, he subs in a lot with Thug Nasty Larry. Better watch out for him. Um, 
but I think he's Doug, just, nasty Larry. I think he's just uh, you know, uh, it's one of the top probably carries like in the competitive ranked type play. Um, but they played against Jimmy right. Fan Club standing solo. That's the guy's name. Dang it, he's the one that's playing with Michigan Grash, Grash, uh, Grass. So Kardashians played really well actually in two uh, owed uh, Jimmy Fan Club. I was kind of surprised. Yeah, played really well. Uh, just some of these games, like I don't know. It was I I I picked uh, uh, Jimmy Fan Club to win, but Kardashians came through and actually pulled it out. So I was pretty surprised by that. Yeah, and I just think like looking at Stormy Cross and Big Paws, like these are just some good players that I hope just get picked up by some of these teams. Yeah. Like they, these players definitely belong on some of the top teams. They're not just these challenger players that are you know, the best in challenger, but never make a difference when it comes to the real VGA. So I cannot wait to see when the moves start happening. We're going to have bigger announcements coming soon from uh, SEMC when it comes to eSports. And I, I think if um, starting all over is correct with his uh, his awareness of maybe contracts ending in March, I think maybe around February and March, beginning of March, maybe even February, we'll start seeing more and more announcements about what teams are doing with uh, rosters. But um, Misfits versus Echo Fox. Uh, I picked Misfits. You picked my Echo Fox. I think Echo Fox ran kind of that, you know, Brutal was in there, Slow Dead, you know, just playing for fun. And, you know, Misfits yeah. still. Allie Peterson, Maokai, Jazzville, and Pajama actually played. You know, they're they're looking really good. I've seen a couple tweets about Misfits maybe being a, a strong team and challengers that could make their way into VG8. Yeah, you don't want to underestimate Misfits, obviously, but at the same time, don't underestimate underestimate echo fox you know this i mean while this tournament is fun to play in and stuff i mean it's not the vg8 so who knows what we you know what you could really be seeing out there and and who's really trying who's really trolling so that's all i'll say yeah so misfits 2 o's nova vision i knew this was going to be a really really close game um I think I picked Nova, you picked Vision, and it actually was um, a best of a best of three. It went all three games. Nova was able to, uh, or Vision was able to, kind of do the little re, not a reverse sweep. It's not considered a reverse sweep for uh, best no. of three, but they do win two uh, one. And Vision yeah. struggled that first game, but I mean they just pull out some really good comps and they really do execute, you know, really well. Well, the first game, I I think that their comp, that was part of their issue is their weird comp because they pulled up that lane crawl, which it I mean so they've done often. Before. I know it's crazy. Yeah, they've done it. But I I think you know the counter to that was that rhyme with Lone Delphi and oh yeah, uh, I mean put Lone didn't on work that out that grandpa. game. But. He's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So they, they do win, though, and I was kind of happy to see Vision. Um, I think Nova, again, if we continue that 5v5 conversation, you know, they still have some players, FPG and Starboy, uh, along with the, the rest of Truth and Eco and Lone Delphi. That's, a, you know, a decent type of 5v5 roster. We'll see what happens with that team. But uh, Vision definitely was strong going into uh, the Challengers, made it into VG8. So that team's going to actually have to change going into VG8. They're going to have to get some good players because they are a VG8 team now. So they'll definitely have to get uh, maybe some support staff that's going to, not necessarily support staff, but like some support support players to help the three that are already there. Yeah. Hey, I have a question. Yeah, what's up? Did I miss something with the meta? Is 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 uh, CP Kestrel back into the the meta or something? Because I've seen a couple yeah. teams play it now throughout this tournament. 
I've seen it. Man, a I just lot don't know. In, I've seen it a lot in NACL. I mean, a lot of people are playing CP Kestrel and they're playing her pretty good. I mean, I'm not necessarily saying maybe she's like top meta, but like the the type of push strat where you can like do so much damage with that Crystal Kestrel and you know push down turrets super fast. I feel like I have seen a lot of a lot of Crystal Kestrel. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the amount of damage that that. Crystal Kestrel can put out on a single target, not to mention if you get a Churnwalker on your team and you got three enemies chained up and then you start dealing damage. Like, yeah, I that's deadly. Yeah, that makes sense to me. But I don't know. I just it's kind of weird. I yeah. it seemed like Crystal Kestrel fell off there for a little bit, but I'm I keep watching these games and stuff, and it's you know, between the NACL and Halcyon Elite, it seems like it's like making a comeback or something. Yeah, I know Misfits Mayo Kai for Misfits played that a lot and uh did pretty well with that uh crystal kestrel so i'm gonna have to continue to watch this week and see if anything changes when it comes to rank wise i think the top win rate still you know ringo varia and even rhymes up there a little bit because he's not picked as much but like when varia and you know and ringo are picked they're definitely have a high win rate um but i think yeah. i think yeah that's all of like the quote-unquote play-in type games um tribe versus hammers then if we kind of reset and uh look at um the rest of the the next round, I guess. Uh, me and you just said, you know, there's no reason not to pick Tribe, and this went a best of three. Um, and I really just think the story was Big Paws is, is Rona. He just happened to play well enough in that third game to to actually beat Tribe. Well, I mean, he played outstanding all series long. The first game, you know, with the with the Black Feather, he goes fourteen and five, and. I mean, he just didn't. He didn't. He didn't make a mistake. And he, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm very. I've said it before. I'm very impressed with Big Paws and the way he's been playing right now. Yeah, I think it's huge for him if he's not interested in hammers or like again. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but if that's just like where he's at to play and showcase him. Showcase himself. I think teams definitely should have their eyes on him because he's been playing really well and definitely making a name for himself. So uh, he helps uh, hammers. Move on to the next round and uh, Tribe, you know, the, the the world champions, Denzio, I guess, according to either a caster or maybe it was DZ on the analyst desk, say that they definitely were taking it seriously and they wanted to try to win the last tournament they were in. So the last 3v3 tournament they were in, right. and 3v3 on top. But, uh, you know, Zio tweeted out that Big Paws' runner was too good and, you know, GG because they, they lost pretty much fair and square there. I, I, I still don't think... It was Tiggs playing. I can't remember. It's been, I, I watched that one a while ago. I don't remember if Tiggs was playing or if it was Zelcr. No, it was Zelcr. Yeah, Tiggs and Tiggs decides and let's. I, I, this was the other news. I actually do remember what. Oh yeah, yeah, about. yeah. Tiggs, Flash X, Iraqi Zoro, and best and best Chuck TSM Chuck decide to just you know pretty much troll. I would say troll. Uh, make a rules or survival team, and they make it into qualifiers. They, you know, they have the ability to practice, and they practice a lot together. They streamed a lot of practices, and they competed in the final for NA, and they won. They won the NA finals, and they have an invitation to China to play for a lot of freaking money. How did Rules of Survival get this big so fast? Like, it just, I feel like it, maybe I'm wrong, but like, what? I think it's just, like, it's just, just so, the company. I was so confused. Just the company yeah. behind it has so much money probably to throw at it real quick and get it big. I mean, here's the best part. I know I'm going to go on a tangent, but I just want to point this out. TSM got their normal Battle Royale streamers and players. TSM 
Viz, I think his name is, and some of these other people that play PUBG and the other, like, have played in those, like, there's, like, been a few PUBG tournaments. They played in those. They came on to Rules of Survival, and TSM sponsored them. Like, you know, the account tweeted them out, hey, our TSM team's playing in the Rules of Survival. And then you see Chuck, who has a TSM tag, like, by his name. And then Flash, you know, they're all TSM. So there's, like, two different TSM teams playing in the finals. But then, like, the real TSM team didn't even, like, qualify. It was, like, basically the fake one. So that's hilarious that, like, the Vainglory Veterans is their name. Like, they just casually have all this time to go to China now. I want to know when it is, though. Because, like, what if it's, like, in March when there's competitive Vainglory going on? That is true. Like that could be an issue. Because then, like, like Tiggs has to go. Like, all right, let's just let's just think about Tiggs for a second. He has a chance to win a championship in two, thing and two are uh, and two game titles. Like that's never been yeah. done before. Someone like, uh, I mean, maybe it has. I just threw that fact out there for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> never been done. But, Not fact check. Shit, uh, I can't say that. But like, you don't look at it and be like, all right, someone. You know, I'm. This is throwback. But someone won halo 3 tournament and then they played gears of war the next month and won that tournament like i'm thinking of like another yeah. type of similar games you know those are both mobile games for vainglory and ruler survival but i thought it was funny i watched flash you should have heard him if his shot calls on ruler survival are like what they are in vainglory i can only imagine because if you've heard what his shot calls are basically flash will be like looking and as soon as he sees someone i'm gonna put my mic away from my mouth he'll be like right there right there right there right there he gets like he gets so scared and starts yelling at his team about where he's at and it's just hilarious seeing flash freak out every time he sees someone <sighs> i have not seen any of this stream like him doing any of that but i'm pretty interested to watch that now if he streams actually. rules of survival and when he's with the whole squad it's so funny i mean it's like a legit communication they're talking about what they want to do uh i think yeah. i would say tigs and probably chuck are the best two flash was pretty good i'm not saying like iraqi was pretty or it was bad or anything but i feel like tigs was uh really of course i mean what is he not good at but I mean, the last game they 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 played it perfectly. They played the circle perfectly. They rotated in. They had perfect position, and they killed that last team. And they realized one player was trying to do like the bandage strat outside of the circle. They realized they won, and Flash is just screaming. He's just dying. He's like, I can't believe we actually qualified. They never thought they would. Oh my! It's pretty God. awesome. It is pretty awesome. All right, I digress. <laughs> Um, Back to Vainglory? Yeah, so we Vain just we, we just did Tribe and Hammers. Um, next, yep. next, okay, we already talked Vision and Nova. Rogue Kardashians, uh, that was Sibs, Pawn, and, or no, Sibs, Ewall, and Hammy. Um, so we did get to see Sibs play. I did, I did say I wanted to see Sibs play. But they played extremely well. Kardashians, unfortunately, didn't play as well as they did during the first, their first game. And we actually saw Rogue... Uh, Perform pretty well and take that uh, 2-0, I believe. Yeah. Did I? Oh, there it is. I was like, damn, did I miss that game? But I couldn't find it. Yeah, I got it. Uh, Yeah. They take it 2-0. Yeah, it was nice seeing. Uh, Obviously, Rogue, we were big fans of them and really, really liked them towards the end of the year, and they were playing super well. And um, it was nice seeing them back again. We haven't seen Rogue in a while. Yeah. Another team we they haven't took, seen. Uh, Go on. Sorry, they just. They they took a break and yeah I mean I don't they haven't been doing a whole lot other than just kind of relaxing from Vainglory so yeah like you said it was nice to see him back. 
The, another team that is nice to see back is uh, Cloud9. They did uh, play a Misfits team, which I was actually really excited to see that match just because of uh, a possible Misfits being a, a really, really strong team and beating Cloud9. Cloud9 did play with their normal roster. They came out swinging. They came out with their the comps they're used to. You know, we saw I Love Joseph on the Crystal Petal. We saw, um, you know, just the, the traditional dominance out of Cloud9. And they, they do take that 2-0. And Misfits tried their best, but unfortunately they were uh, just a little short, I would say. Yeah, it wasn't... Uh wasn't much of a match misfits they tried that uh that weapon power cruel and uh oh, you know we've seen vision, yeah. yeah yeah we've seen vision do that and they try to do it and yeah yikes it didn't work out well, very the, the, well the at all problem is old school they let varia go through and you see this old school yeah. with a sara blade breaking point and two tyrants on a varia who i mean I, i'm not a good enough player or play enough to really truly know if a hero's broken but like just from seeing what everyone else says, a lot of people would say Varia is the most, the most, the strongest, you know, uh, hero out there. And the weapon power of Varia, he goes fourteen and two. Like he didn't really have to kite; he kind of could just stand there and delete anyone before they got near him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't played like you said. I haven't played weapon power Varia that Varia that much, but I know it's strong when I watch people like old school play it. In the second game, we saw Misfits try a little little different stuff. Pajama once again. He's playing a uh, weapon power glaive, and we see that Jazzville on the Celeste. So, um, trying some other. I, I mean, I wouldn't say that's not like completely crazy, but a weapon power glaive and a Celeste, it's not something we always completely see. So, uh, four ten, they lose that game, and Cloud Nine is. I think Cloud Nine at this point has a pretty solid chance of taking the tournament. They definitely played really well. Uh, so that is the, those were the first, I think two, maybe even three days. It ended up being across the whole span of three days or it could have just been two. Yeah. Um, no, it was three. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Three. So now we do have, uh, the last games, which is going to be the semifinals quote unquote, which is going to be hammers vision. So that could be a solid game with how good big pause and, uh, you know, Yugi, if he does play um plays and then you know rogue versus cloud nine which that could that could be a really really good game yeah um i mean i just hope they kind of you know not i mean not take it serious but you know they they're not like screwing around so that we can see some good uh good vainglory uh action because like you had said earlier we uh we miss we miss vainglory like the the serious competitive vainglory yeah i mean yeah, even then it's hard to like, is this really our serious competitive Vanglory? Because yeah. it's going to be like, they to get some cash, you know, for playing in this tournament. Like, and it's going to be probably big for them to end their 3v3 careers. I guess if you look at it in that point, it's kind of a big time for some of these players. They're not that they won't play 3v3 anymore, but like pretty much all their scrims practicing anything else is going to be done on the rise and they're kind of moving yeah. on from the fold. So uh, let's shed a tear for uh, every player's competitive professional career on a uh, on the on three v three in the fold. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yes, R.I.P. Indeed. Uh, do we want to then just look at these semifinal games and just do a real quick prediction about what we think will happen and how the playoffs will end? Let's do it. I am ready to dive in. I have my bold predictions. Are they are they super bold predictions? No, nah, not really. Any any four of these teams, in my opinion, could win. To be honest with you, really? Yeah, 
I guess I wouldn't expect at this point to I mean, see Hammers in this in this spot, but with how Hammers has played, uh, I think they've actually. You know, done. I guess. Yeah, that's a good point. Like you're right. I don't know. Hammers would be maybe I, I mean, like Vision. I think they could easily win this. Yeah, I think uh, Vision had a rough game, right? Let's see. Yeah, Vision had a, a best of three. We see Hammers. They've had a best of three. I guess it was against Tribe. Um, then we see Cloud9 just like, yeah, 2 0, you know, we're fine. Like, nothing really issue there. Rogue, 2 0. I think if, if Rogue and Cloud9 were not playing each other, I think I would pretty comfortably say that those two teams would be in the finals. Um, yeah. I think I'm going to go with Vision against Hammers. I think, unless, again, big pause, I guess. He just beat Tribe. There's he can beat anyone at this point. So if if Big Paws gets on some of those like, like a Blackfeather or that Rona that I've seen him play really, 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 really well, uh, that was a lot of reallys. Um, I think I think they can move on, but I'm gonna stick with Vision in this in this game. Ugh. I'm oh. going with Vision as well. I thought you were, I thought you were gonna pick Hammers, so I thought we were gonna have a little bit of a difference there. But no, yeah, the Vision. I yes, you're right. Big Paws did take out Tribe. Well, okay, I'm going to say Hammers. It wasn't Big Paws by himself. As good as he has played, he cannot 1v3. I don't care. At me, bro. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to go with Vision on this. Uh, if everyone's there that I think should be there, you know, disclaimer, don't hold me to it because this tournament, like I said, you know, it's been on who's actually playing. It's been off and on, so... I my think, first one's Vision. I'm taking Vision. I think Vision may have a little... Do they have an advantage with their coach being the the analyst of the team. <laughs> yeah, that could be. Maybe. I mean, I don't think he has time to uh, completely help them out while he's running the stream and stuff, so I'm sure they... Uh, it's just kind of funny because when he talks about him, he's like, obviously I'm biased because this is my team, so I think these are the best players in the game. <laughs> right. All right, last game then. Uh, Cloud9 and Rogue. Cloud9 and Rogue. That's a pretty... It's a matchup we've seen a couple times before, huh? Yeah, in a more maybe serious environment, I think. Uh, yeah. I think in this situation, it's just going to be Cloud9 uh, winning it, yeah. being that strong team that they have been. Unless they have uh, maybe some issues being online and not being together but other than that i really don't see that being a problem so i think uh i really think it's gonna be a great game i, I don't know if they're doing best of fives for these or not i don't think they are they may be um but i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick cloud nine over rogue yeah i mean i said i could see that like three three out of the four maybe even all four teams winning this but is it really that smart to pick against cloud nine like i just find myself not being able to not pick cloud nine to win so as cliche as it is i'm gonna have to go with c9 to beat rogue until proven otherwise okay okay um i think uh cloud nine versus vision or like you already just mentioned, any of those four teams in the finals would be a really, really good matchup. Um, out of the people I have, we kind of hinted at really just being Tribe and Cloud9's uh, tournament, quote-unquote tournament to take. So we'll see if, you know, which, if that's going to be true, if we at least picked one of them right. So I'm going to pick Cloud9 to win it. You're going to pick Cloud9 to win it all? Yeah, I'm going to stick with Cloud9. I think... Uh, they are going to go 
back to their ways of just like, yeah, we're good and can win a lot of, a lot of games. I'm going with Vision to win it all. Vision going with the the tournament favorite since the coach is the tournament host. <laughs> yep. Let's Cons- go. The conspiracy theory is in. Yep. Um yeah, I'm excited for the rest of Halcyon Elite. I th- it is finishing the 25th, correct? Is no. it or 25th, 26th? Let's see, let's see. I I'm I'm a, I'm assuming. I'm 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 I'm, I'm sound like uh Forrest Gump. What's that? No, the Porky the Pig. There we go. Oh, uh, no. What? I don't know. Yeah, you is. know, like, a, a bitty, bitty. that's all. Fun. Oh, okay. okay, okay. My younger brother here, guys. He's a, he's a real winner. <laughs> I'm a real winner. Not knowing my quotes. So I'm playing the elevator music while I uh, quickly search for the tournament schedule that I do not, for some reason, have a screenshot of. Why did we both go to Jeopardy? You said the elevator music. We both go to Jeopardy. Traditional, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting type thing. Of course, they don't have it posted there. All right. Um. So when it comes to the rest of our conversation and looking forward to this week, um, we can see. Thursday, uh, talking about we have me and you have at least mentioned. We'll see what happens. Talking about maybe taking a little trip back to memory lane. Talking about the our, our v, VGA teams that we that we do have, you know, in in the upcoming season, and uh, discussing the players that were on the original rosters. At least reminding everyone like this is where we're at, and uh, having a quick discussion about what we may you know think quote-unquote, maybe a little speculation going forward. And then just more eSports talks and just more updates on, um, like, the House Young Elite, the NACL, you know, just, just things like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. I feel you. I'm excited. Yeah, I think it'll be a good, uh, good week. It is... Tuesday for all you lovely people, or maybe it's Wednesday, or maybe it's Saturday. I don't know when you guys get to these episodes, um, but I know at least we have a lot of great time content, obviously, continuing coming out this week. Uh, We're going to love to uh, continue more, so uh, thanks for joining me tonight, Crude. Yeah, hey, no problem, man. Thanks for uh, Thanks for hosting. Cheers. Yeah, cheers, man. Thanks for tuning in to Time for Rolling. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play Music and subscribe for weekly episodes. Follow us on Twitter at Time for Rolling and at TFR underscore esports. Until next week for another edition of Time for Rolling.